Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today's message comes from the Gospel of John, as you heard a few moments ago. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in today's Gospel reading, you heard the words of Jesus say, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them and they follow me. As you saw briefly in the children's chat this morning, voices are unique. You saw at least one child who was able to hear the voice of their mom. They've been around the voice of their mother since they were conceived in her womb. They know that voice. Sometimes they recognize the voices of Others too. I think about John the Baptist, who was still in his mother's womb, leaps for joy when he hears Mary's voice. Mary, who is pregnant with Jesus at this time. Now, we can't explain that outside of faith. Faith that John, who was filled even with the Holy Spirit in his mother's womb, and that Holy Spirit is the one who creates faith, who opens our ears to hear God's voice, if you will, that John believed the very same words that he proclaims many years later in the wilderness. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He believed that Jesus, in Mary's womb as he's in his mom's womb, was the Lamb of God would come to take away the sin of the world. How? By faith. Just by hearing Mary's voice. If it was Father's Day and we played that same game, I'd be confident that at least some of the kids would recognize the voice of their dads. Now, they don't hear that voice as often as mom since dads didn't carry a child in their womb for nine months but children can still recognize it. And I don't know if you've ever listened to yourself and your own voice. You know, like maybe after you record your voicemail on your phone or your answering machine message for those who might still have a landline and an answering machine. But do you ever go, is this what I sound like? I mean, I remember in my younger days, in my time as a, a teenager, and the other men who were in my life, my dad and my brother, they had these much deeper voices than me. In high school, my, my brother and I were in choir together, and he sang bass. And I was a tenor. It was almost like I was waiting for, you know, puberty to come. And I'm still waiting. As the years went on, I got self-conscious about my voice. Because it was higher, and I remember it being in university. And, I mean, you know, when people make fun of you and they repeat something that you've said or done just, you know, in a mocking way, well, I never have anyone make fun of me in a low, booming voice. It was always this high-pitched, less masculine-sounding voice. And now, here I am, in front of you. And those who are watching at home, you have to hear my voice a lot like all the time. And there's nothing you can do about it. 
because there's nothing I can do about it. And at some point, I realized that this is my voice. I'm stuck with it, and you're stuck with it. But today, we're not here to talk about my voice anymore. We're here to talk about the voice of God. The voice of the good shepherd who calls and gathers his sheep. The voice of the good shepherd who speaks to us through his word. That voice is the voice that we hear every time we gather together. The word of God is the voice of God. And this is certainly how he speaks to us today. The good shepherd is Jesus. And he stated as earlier in the chapter of John, this exact thing. He said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Jesus is the good shepherd, and that makes us his sheep. So, I mean, you think, like, what do you know about sheep? I mean, maybe you know that they have wool. Maybe you know that they go, bah. Maybe you know they're not the smartest cookie in the jar, not the brightest Crayola in the box. They have a tendency to wander, and when they wander, they get lost. And because they're not the most brilliant animal in the kingdom, they need care. Sometimes around-the-clock care. That's why they have shepherds. And they need to be protected from wild animals, the predators that would seek to harm them, to make a meal out of them. So we are sheep. And as sheep, we are not smart. We wander. We get lost. We get attacked by predators. And that's because we're sinners. But what does that look like? Let's take a look at some famous verses from Psalm 23 for help. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. The shepherd is there to provide for the sheep so that they want nothing. But what the shepherd gives us isn't good enough. Or we just want more than what the shepherd gives us. I mean, sure, we have green pastures, but, but I see these pastures over here and they look much greener. I want to check out those pastures. I want to live my best life now. So, I mean, the shepherd tells me to do this, but I don't want to. And the shepherd tells me not to do this, and that's what I want to do. God's word is, it's just so restrictive. I mean, I only have this one life, and I want to live it to the fullest. And that means that I'm not going to listen to the shepherd's voice. Sure, he, he leads me beside still waters, because calm waters are safe waters. If you didn't know this, if a sheep, sheep is in, in rough waters, it's going to soak their wool so much so that it will become heavy and it'll drag them into the water and they'll be gone in minutes. But those rough waters, they're kind of exciting. I mean, who doesn't like to take risks, live dangerously, engage in suspect behavior? These are the temptations that we as sheep face. To live lives that are not pleasing to the shepherd. To ignore his voice. 
And so we give into temptation, into sexual immorality, into using illegal substances, into abusing legal substances. And our reckless behavior will cost us in the end. But we think it's okay. Why? As Psalm goes on to say, He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. We think the shepherd is going to protect us whenever danger comes, or that the shepherd is going to forgive us of our sins. He will restore our souls. And so we give ourselves permission to sin because we know that the shepherd's going to forgive us. This is what we call cheap grace. This is the sheep taking advantage of the shepherd's love and grace. This is the sheep not taking their sin seriously, not really being repentant sheep. This is the sheep not caring if they put other things before God, the good shepherd. Money, stuff, people, sports, work, other hobbies, and heaven forbid something is scheduled on a Sunday morning when church is because guess who's skipping church? I mean, it's okay now that we have it online because we can watch it later, right? But do you? Watch it later? And the sheep don't take seriously other sins as well. Lust, greed, lying, cheating, stealing, hatred, gossip, putting other sheep down taking advantage of other sheep, viewing yourself as better than all of the other sheep. Because you are one of the smart ones. So, because you're a smart sheep, unlike the rest, you wander on purpose. You get lost on purpose, in fact, because you don't need a shepherd. You're going to be the master of your own pasture. You can take care of yourself. You're strong. You don't need to worry about predators or any other dangers because you're strong physically, mentally, spiritually. You are the only flock you need. So, what happens? Song goes on to say, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Do you know why you're walking in the valley of death in the first place? Because you're a sinner. And you got yourself there because of your sin. Because the only thing that you get because of your sin is death. Physical, mental, spiritual death. You as sheep are going to die. It might be in those rough waters that drown you. It might be in the predators that devour you. Your actions have consequences. Your sins have consequences. And it's death. You deserve to stay forever in the valley of death. You deserve to be drowned in those rough waters. You deserve to be devoured by those predators in the pastures that you thought were greener. You deserve physical death. And so do I. I deserve it all, the same as you. 
and we'll all one day face it sheep don't live forever on the earth you will not live forever on this earth but it's more than that because we deserve hell forever being separated from God the Good Shepherd and his love and grace and care we deserve to be forever united with the devil who prowls around like a roaring lion wanting to devour us we deserve to have him devour us and bring us to eternal damnation what we don't deserve is the Good Shepherd we don't deserve the Good Shepherd we deserve a hired hand as we hear in John 10 he who is a hired hand and not a shepherd who does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees and the wolf snatches them and scatters them he flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep we think the hired hand is going to protect us because the hired hand is paid to take care of the sheep but he is not paid to die for the sheep so when a predator comes a wolf a lion the hired hand runs because the hired hand cares more about himself than he does the sheep he's going to save himself at the expense of the sheep we as sheep surround ourselves with those we think are going to take care of us who will protect us they become our hired hand you may think they have your back maybe it's your friends maybe it's your family maybe it's your spouse maybe it's your children now I'm not saying that any of these people are bad but they're not the good Shepherd ultimately the hired hand will let you down at some point because the hired hands are sinners just like us today is Mother's Day and there are a great many mothers out there like my wife like my mother like my mother-in-law like my sister-in-law but they're not perfect there are also many terrible mothers out there who have let their children down time and time again who have fled when they found themselves in the valley of the shadow of death or when they've seen a predator coming when things got hard they were gone maybe they checked out emotionally physically mentally all of the above and it's not just mothers it's fathers it's friends it's co-workers it's significant others it's family it's people you thought you could trust and they broke that trust because they have put themselves first just like we as sheep do or like when others have treated us as their hired hands the Shepherd is different than the hired hand the Good Shepherd is completely different than the hired hand because the Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep when the going gets tough the Good Shepherd stands firm when the waters are rough the Good Shepherd walks on them and lifts the sheep up out of them saving them from drowning 
When the sheep wander and get lost, the good shepherd comes and searches for them, and he doesn't stop until he finds them. When the predator comes, the good shepherd steps between the lion and the sheep. When death is coming for the sheep, the shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The good shepherd sacrifices himself in order to save the sheep, the flock. Jesus is the good shepherd, and he willingly, voluntarily lays down his life for his sheep on the cross. Jesus walks through the valley of the shadow of death for us, taking our sin, taking our hell, taking our death, taking our damnation, puts it all upon his shoulders and nails it to the cross because he loves his sheep, because he loves you. And it was the only way to save you. It was the only way to restore your soul. It was the only way for goodness and mercy to follow you all the days of your life so that you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Jesus' death and resurrection, he accomplished all things. He won the forgiveness of your sins. He defeated death and the devil, and he promised eternal life for all who believe in him. And he has given us his Holy Spirit to give us the gift of faith. And faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. And as we gather together around God's word and his sacraments, as we gather in worship, we can clearly hear the shepherd's voice. And we can follow that voice and know that it is the shepherd's voice because it's the shepherd's words. And it is he who gives us eternal life. And it is he who will be with us in every valley, on every mountain, in every pasture, in the quiet still waters, and in the rough ones. He will never leave us or forsake us. He will never flee from us. He will face every enemy that comes our way because he cares about us, because he loves us, and he has already won the ultimate victory through his death and his resurrection. So there's nothing to be afraid of. And the good shepherd does this because the sheep are his life. They are his. They are the most important thing to him. And he wants to keep us close, connected to him, so that we will never perish, so that no one will snatch us out of his hand, so that we will dwell in his house forever. Jesus, the good shepherd, loves you, laid down his life for you, and he will help you hear his voice and follow him all the days of your life so that you will dwell with him forever. Amen. And now the peace of God which passes all understanding. Guard your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ, our Lord and our good shepherd. Amen.